Hey, Daniela. What's going on? Nothing really. What's going on with you? Um, I don't know. I, I feel, uh, I feel like in this state of the world, I need to always trust in myself and go within me. And so I've been doing that a lot and just hearing my own voice because I just feel like it's so important to understand what I'm thinking and feeling instead of being told, um, which I, you know, I'm always susceptible to ever since I was younger. Like if someone says something else to you, if you're not completely secure in your thoughts, you sometimes use their thoughts as your own. Yeah. I've been trying to just go within a lot. That's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really valid statement in this time with a lot going on. And I think the only way to be in this time is to do that. Like you can't, you can't survive because there's so much lower energy and people have their own fear thoughts and Mm -hmm. just opinions really on everything that's happening and going on in the world whether it's a big event or a small thing. And I think it's just important to stay true to who you are at all times and what you want. Yeah. And, you know, I think it, I think no matter what, whether it's in the spiritual community or not, there's always like all these opinions. And sometimes the spiritual community can be a little fear-based too. Oh, yeah. There's different levels of fear. There's superficial fear, but then there's fears that each of us have that can get triggered. So everyone's different. And that's what makes life so hard because you can't just pinpoint everyone's fear because it's just not the same. Everyone has such different lives, past lives, traumas, experiences, relationships, like that all factors in to the fear cocktail that we all have. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, that's good that you're practicing that. And I, I've i been doing kind of the same, but lately I've just been going with the flow. Yeah. I haven't really been thinking too much. That's which good. Which is interesting. Yeah. I've kind of just been like, hi, I'm here, present, <laughs> and trying not to overthink everything. Mm-hmm. And it's been pretty peaceful. That's good. So, yeah. It is. It's such a joy to be able to just live in our bodies and let our bodies do what they need to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My body's like (laughs) going through something right now. I have like sinuses and I did lymphatic drainage. So Mm. I think again, so I think my body's like really tired, sleepy. It's processing some energy. Oh, are you going to rest this weekend? Yeah, I think so. I do. I am going to the gym today, though, but I think my body, so it serves it well when I do that because it needs to also release the energy that's in there. Mm-hmm. So I need to like sweat yeah. and move some things. Sweat it out, rest later. Yeah, I'm going to rest. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully um, this clears out because on 9 9 which was Monday, um, was the ending of karmic cycles. Um, Really? Yeah. So I resonated with that and I did some like meditations around that. 
to try to close out my karmic cycles. Um, what I feel that? like I've been in what a karmic cycle for like years. Can you tell the Rosies um, what that means? Yeah. So I think there's periods in our lives where they're a little more karmic than others. There's a lot of lessons. There's a lot of maybe pain or trauma or suffering or however you kind of resonate with the energy. But the purpose of it is to ascend more and heal through those energies so that you can be on the other side, lighter and brighter. And I think that there's, it's kind of like years of it, right? Like there's, it can be a whole year or even multiple years, but for me, it's been multiple years, but on big portals like nine, nine or 10, 10, we can really start to accumulate all of the energies that we've been through over that cycle and 10, and we can close them out and be like, okay, I've completed this cycle of lessons and karma. And now I can be more in a higher state and at more peace. So for me, I think it's been quite a few years of karma, but I think it's done. Um, And it's, it's funny because it kind of lines up to astrology too. So if you ever gotten like an astrology chart reading on yourself, you can kind of see like how many years your um, karmic cycle will be and what lessons you'll learn and things like that. So for me, um, I think I remember when I got my astrology done, reading done, she said that by 31, which is a month from now, um, I would be fully out of the shadow like out of the karmic loop and, and cycle. So I think that makes sense for what I feel. So hopefully that seven year loop is, is finally coming to a close and I can kind of be in a higher state. I see that happening. I mean, you've changed month over month and year over year drastically as I've met you. So yeah, I, I could definitely see this as coming to a completion. You've done a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, um, this week I, do, was- I do have a question. What is the difference between karma cycles and trauma cycles? Or well, karma and trauma in general? I feel like karma is all about lessons that's really what karma is. It's like learning things through the experience. So the trauma could be the experience, right? Like you can have experiences during that cycle or even in the past that when you're in that karmic debt cycle, it's like the lessons, the trauma, the energies of going through the experiences of the past and in that moment that really free you. Because you can have karmic trauma, you can have karma from other lifetimes, which is like the lessons that you learned through like heartbreak or trauma or slavery or whatever it may be. So to me, karma's experiences and lessons and an experience could be trauma. So once you clear out your karmic baggage, which could be like the trauma, the lessons, the pain, the suffering, the slavery, whatever then you're on the other side. It can start a new chapter. I see. So it's really learn unlearning behavior that had maybe protected you in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Could be one, one aspect. Yeah. Behaviors, um, ways of thinking programs, 
So that's kind of similar to behaviors, but just mm-hmm. like how you're programmed to see, feel, and experience the world based on childhood or ancestral lineage. Mm. Um, and then just the experiences that your soul's been through across multiple li- lifetimes. I see. And learning the higher perspective of those experiences and learning to forgive and let go. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for educating. Yeah. yeah. So I have this little book and I thought maybe we could read a couple of pages and reflect on it. Sure. Love it's that. called Tao Te Ching, The Book of the Way by Lao Tzu. Ooh. And it has these little writings in it, maybe a page long, each of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time I, I usually go to bed I'll read one and then I'll think about it and go to sleep (laughs) (laughs) and it sometimes they vibe with me sometimes not but um let's let's open up okay okay this one's called small beginnings avoid striving and practice non-doing learn to taste the tasteless to grow the small things and to multiply the few Respond to hatred with kindness. Resolve difficulties where they are easy. And manage great things while they are small. All the world's problems arise from slight causes, and all great achievements have small beginnings. The wise stay out of great affairs, and so establish their greatness. Many things that appear easy are full of difficulties. This is why the wise consider everything difficult. So in the end, they have no difficulties. Ooh. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty deep. I like the line, respond to hatred with kindness. It's a very good reminder. Mm -hmm. And resolve difficulties while they are easy. So don't let things blow up and fester and create a wound in you. Yeah. I like the part that's was about kind of like the small things in life instead of striving for these big grandiose hmm. things. All um, I great think, achievements have small beginnings. Yeah. I think that we tend to like over um, so we're like plan, like over achieve, like we're like, oh my God, we, I need to do all these things or I need to be this person or this role by X year or have much, this much money by this time instead of just like celebrating the small wins. And I think that we've talked about it in multiple podcasts, but celebrating the little wins each day mm-hmm. add up to a lot. And we tend to forget everything that we've done and we don't give ourselves enough gratitude for those things. And I think our bodies and our souls and our minds get sad because then we're making them feel not good enough. Yeah. I, I see what you mean. And we're not trusting the body. We're not trusting the process. We're not trusting the soul. And so they probably also get sad because of that. Right. Yeah. 
They're like, we're doing only small things because we're climbing the ladder. We're climbing each rung to get to that grandiose achievement that you want. But we're miserable along the way. Yeah, exactly. We can't appreciate. Yeah, so I think we need to appreciate more the journey. Mm-hmm. It's what it comes down to and the baby steps. It kind of reminds me of when you said a few podcasts ago that you were walking in the rain and like looking each step. Mm-hmm. I think that that's an accumulation of what this is. It's like taking life each step. Each step is such an important thing. If you just ran to the end, you wouldn't have experienced each step and and like really appreciated the fact that you were that those steps that went into that run, you know, like it's just like, Oh yeah, I finished it. You know? So being like more aware and present in the present moment, I think helps us understand the journey and have appreciation for what we're doing in the moment that's leading to the bigger picture. It kind of makes me, it makes me reflect on, what goals are and what life is but it's almost like if I set a goal what is the goal is it just that one thing say I'm like I want a million dollars well it's not just going to be given to me I need to appreciate each step that could possibly get me to that goal and if I don't then I am just blindly speeding through years of my life right for what it doesn't make sense no yeah so really the goal is the journey Mm -hmm. yeah so maybe we need to reframe our goals yeah instead of saying we want a million dollars we say we want to be led on the path to a million dollars and see how it op- the path opens mm-hmm. step by step and think about like, what are all the baby steps that I need to do that? Right. And like really take it day by day and be in the present. Otherwise yeah, we're just like getting that. frustrated. <laughs> Where's my million dollars? You know, right. I manifested this. Yeah, exactly. And we have no idea when, when or where or how that's going to come. Right. I've honestly, I've stopped making goals because they frustrate me a lot when they don't come, but I have no idea again, when, how, where they're coming. So I've revised my goals a lot to be things I can achieve on a daily basis. My goal is to be happy. My goal is to have peace within. My goal is to have friendships, grow friendships, like those type of things, because that's actually what I want my life to be. Right. Right. And if I'm supposed to have a million dollars, it will come to me. Right. That's great. Yeah. I like that. Do you want to read one more? Yeah. I'm just going to open it randomly. The heart of the Tao. All the many forms of virtue flow from the Tao, but the nature of the Tao is infinitely elusive. 
elusive indeed, but at its heart is all being. Unfathomable indeed, but at its heart is all spirit, and spirit is reality. At its heart is truth. The Tao is eternal and unceasing. It is present at all beginnings. How do I know this? By the same Tao. Mm, that's really beautiful. Mm. That to me reminds me of unconditional love and spirit. It's always present and it's eternal. Our spirit and love is the only thing that's real. Yes. It's always present and always eternal. Because even when you pass away, you still have love. Yeah. That's all you feel is love. You become so, love. Right. So it's the only thing that truly is. It's just the only truth. Mm-hmm. You can find truth in love. And when you feel love, um, it's more than just like, you know, I say I love you to someone or something, but it's like genuinely you feel in your heart like this unconditional love and purity for people and others and yourself Mm -hmm. because you're in a higher state of appreciation and forgiveness and understanding of others. And I think that it's not always easy. There's going to be people we don't like. That's just the nature of being a human being. You know, we're, we're not going to love every, well, we're not going to like everybody, but we can still not be, we can still have love for them, but just not want to be associative. That's not, I'm not saying we have to like let everybody, every single person be in our lives. I think that's one thing I want to call out because I think when we tend to think unconditional love in a distorted way, we tend to allow things in our lives that are not for our highest good. Mm-hmm. So you can still have unconditional love for somebody, but set them free. Yep. Because they're not the right match, you know, or friendship or whatever it is for you that serves you in your highest good. And it doesn't mean that you're mean. You can still come from a heart-centered place. It just means that it's not in alignment. So, because everybody has love within them, but it radiates at a different frequency with everybody because we're still human beings and we've distorted love through many lifetimes. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we can always extend compassion toward others. Right. Because it's not whatever they're displaying in this life that does not align to you, their soul or their higher self does not have those same issues. Exactly. Exactly. So it's them learning. They're growing just like I'm growing, just like you're growing. So who am I to spread hatred to that person for doing exactly what they came here to do? Exactly. That's their journey. Not mine. It's fine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Love it. I really like the line, at its heart is truth. Mm-hmm. I think we need to all, can that be the hallmark? We can all 
extend compassion to our own hearts for yeah. knowing the truth. Yes. Our hearts, I'm going to cry. Our hearts know the truth and we don't listen to them a lot. No, I know. I know. It's important. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like that homework. Okay, that sounds good to me. Yay, Rosie's. Ah, this was sweet. Yeah, nice cute little episode. I liked that book. <laughs> yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. I'll, I'll put the title of it in the episode description if anyone's interested. I It was only maybe $20 on Amazon. Yeah, I like that book. Yeah, it's good. Makes you think. Yes. Yay. Yeah. All right, Rosies. Yeah. Well, Rosies, follow us on Instagram at Get Rose Podcast. Send us a note, getrosepodcast at gmail.com if you're liking everything. Um, anything else you want to say? Um, I love you and <laughs> have a great day. <laughs> love you all. Bye. Bye.